0: The world is concerned about what will happen in the future with humanity. How will the conflict in the Middle East end? What will finally come to pass with global financial uncertainty? Is it nothing more than a forecast? The Bible has answers for these questions about the future, and they are totally reliable. Prophets in the Bible have predicted events with impressive accuracy. The Bible also tells us that God has been in control throughout history. If every Bible prophecy has been fulfilled in the past, there is enough argument to believe and be totally sure that additional prophecies will also be fulfilled. Read your Bible and believe God. Why do some people believe in God and others disbelieve? Why do some people experience rich spiritual lives and others simply gather dust? What would you do if you found a treasure in a field Would you notify the owner? Or would you just buy the field? What makes a little seed become a big tree? And why do other seeds just blow in the wind? These and other thought-provoking questions are explored by Pastor John Carter. Welcome to the Carter Report and the Mysteries of the Kingdom.
1: Wayne, thank you so much. I'm so glad that you've joined us, my friend. And we're today still in Australia. We're in a state where, well, it's, it's, it's just lockdown. The nation has sealed the borders. So it's terribly hard to get in, and it's even harder to get out. <laughs> we came for, for three months to get away from it all. We've been here for nine months. In our house here in Australia, we're sending you this this telecast. David is on the camera. <laughs> uh, Beverly is sitting over on one of the sofas and she's reading the questions to me. And back in the United States of America, we've got Wayne and Marilyn Hackett and MK and they're putting the program together. So during these tough times, we send you warm greetings, lots of love, And we thank you for joining us today at the Carter Report.
0: Why do some people choose to believe in God and others do not?
1: Why do some people believe and others disbelieve? I think we can try to answer that uh, today. We're going to see what the Bible says. Jesus gave this parable of a sower who goes out to sow the seed. The seed is the word of God. We're going to see that today. That's as plain as the nose on your face. And there are four different types of hearers, four different classes of people who listen to the word of God. Now, let me read it to you out of the scriptures. This is one of the most amazing stories ever told in the history of the Bible. Matthew chapter 13, verses 1 and onwards. Now, are you listening to me, my friend? On the same day, Jesus went out of the house, sat by the sea, and great multitudes were gathered together to him, so that he got into a boat and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. Jesus was a tremendous communicator of the eternal truths of the word of God. There was no person like him, not before or since. And then verse 3 says, Then he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow. just a simple story. Here's the sower, and he's broadcasting the seed. He's throwing the seed here, and he's throwing the seed there. And the seed falls on some rough places and it falls into good dirt and, and it falls among thorns and all the rest of it. We're going to see this today. And Jesus describes the four classes of people who hear the word of God when it is proclaimed to them. Please listen to this. This is an amazing story. It, it tells us why some people believe and other people choose not to believe.
0: What is the meaning of the farmer and the seed? Can this story help me to discover what kind of a person I am?
1: Well, when you read this story, it shows an insight that is more than human. Let me read on in the text. It says, That he spoke many things to them in parables, simply stories, illustrations, saying, Behold, a sow went out to sow. That is The preacher, in fact, it is is God himself broadcasting the word. He spreads it everywhere. This is a picture of true evangelism. And it says, the text says, And as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came uh, and uh, devoured them. So the Bible makes it plain. that Some of the seed that represents the word of God, it falls by the wayside. If I was in Southern California today, I'd say that's like trying to sow the seed on the 101 freeway. When I was living in the United States of America, and I'm missing America, I've got to be candid with you, I'm just missing it so much. I drove around uh, the streets and the highways and the freeways of Los Angeles, uh, about a million kilometers or more. And those freeways are tough, And they are hard. And so some of the seed falls upon the freeway on the side where it's tough and hard and gritty and dirty, like many hearts. Hey, you listening? Hard, rough, and tough, like many people beaten down, stony. The water runs off. When they hear the word of God, their souls seem to be absolutely impervious to the word of God. What's running in their minds? Money, booze, sex, TV, the next football game. Repeat it. Booze, sex, football, money, the stock exchange. A spiritual thought finds it very hard to get into their minds. This is the first group of hearers that Jesus describes. And Jesus was absolutely correct. He's describing the state of the world. Maybe he's describing your heart, my friend. Listen.
0: This first class of hearers, those with hearts of stone, can their hearts ever be changed?
1: Is there any hope for people who've got hearts as tough as this table that's made out of Tasmanian oak? Is there any hope for people whose hearts are as hard as the 405 freeway that runs down to Los Angeles airport? Nothing can grow on those freeways except a little bit on the side where a bit of dirt accumulates. Is there any hope For people who are tough, worldly, and mesmerized by the things of this world. Listen to this. Because you know people like that. Maybe you've got family members like that. Maybe listening to this telecast today. Maybe you're sticking with me for a little bit of time. But maybe your heart is like that. Is there hope for hard-hearted people? Listen, my friend. Listen to these words. Never give up. God is in the work of making miracles. The Bible says God can take the hard, stony heart and turn it into a heart of flesh. God is in the miracle-working business. Never, never give up. Winston Churchill said those words. I'm sort of a bit of a fan of Winston Churchill, this man who stood against the Nazis when things were looking terribly bad, and he spoke about the bad days that were going to come, Winston Churchill said, never give up. Can you hear his voice? (laughs) Never give up. Never give up. I say to you, never give up on people. I've seen God take people who apparently were the hardest people that you can imagine, and he has turned those hearts of stone into hearts of flesh. Like the mafia chief, I can't tell you his name. He had 400 soldiers under him, all armed with machine guns. A hard, As hard as that 405 freeway, as, as hard as the wayside that Jesus is talking about. But there's nobody too hard for God. Listen to me, there's nobody too hard for God. Never, never, never give up. God is in the work of taking hard hearts and turning them into soft hearts. And so I say, pray for your loved ones. Don't be discouraged. Never, never, never give up. Are you listening to me?
0: You mentioned four classes of hearers. The first have hearts of stone. Who are the second class of hearers?
1: Now we're going to come to the second class of hearers. Now, who are they? Now, we're going to read to you from the words of Jesus, the greatest teacher, the greatest person. He was the Son of God, the divine Son of God. He was the eternal Logos. Now, verse 5 and 6, let me read it to you. Some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth. And they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. This is talking about shallow soil. Jesus describes these people in in the same chapter. He says, the soil is shallow. He's talking about shallow people. Have you ever met shallow people? Often these people, when they hear the gospel, they put up their hands, praise God, yeah, I'm I'm going to do this. But this describes so many professing religionists. They're all talk. They're all talk, but they're they're, they're no walk. And Jesus said, when the sun comes up, they're with it. They just think they don't last the distance, my friend. So the second class of here is the person who is shallow. Like many people that you've met, and I've met them
0: too. Is there a danger in accepting salvation too quickly?
1: Well, let me me take this a little bit further now. I want to read you from Matthew chapter 13 and verse 20 and 21. This is the divine commentary that was made by Jesus. But he who received the seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Hallelujah, he shouts. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while but when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word immediately he stumbles Jesus here is describing people who accept the word of God but without conviction they're very quick to respond now it's great to respond quickly, God wants us to respond quickly. But there's got to be conviction that these people who are shallow people are all talk, they're all mouth, but they're no soul. Unlike my friends in Russia who years ago, I I know these people, I baptized thousands of them. When they got baptized, they got baptized in the middle of winter because of the persecution. They had to go ahead and get baptized in the rivers and cut the ice. The ice was two feet thick. I've been to places like that many times. And after they were baptized, they had to soar with a saw. They had to saw their baptismal robes off them. They were not shallow people. They'd thought about it, but they had moved with alacrity as the Spirit of God drove them to Christ. We need to be people who let the word of God get down deep into our souls. What do you think?
0: What is the meaning of the soil that is filled with thorn bushes? Is this the third class of hearers?
1: Well, let me read to you a text on this one. Is that okay? I'm going to read to you the Lord's commentary on his own parable. Uh, Matthew 13 and verse 22, he describes, he explains the parable. Now he who receives seed among the thorns is he who hears the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. This is the third class. Nothing wrong with the soil. The soil is super soil. It's great soil. It's, it's fertile. And it's so fertile that it grows all of these weeds. Jesus speaks about the weeds. The cares of this world. The love. The love of riches. All of these things. This person is so busy making a living that he's got no time to be making a dime. He's not a lazy person. He's not a shallow person, but he's a person who loves money and he loves the things of this world. And this is the story of Western society. It is the story of Australian society and American society. It is the story of consumer, consumerism that gets down into the soul and chokes the word. Would you like to hear a little story? (laughs) I can feel a story coming on. There was a certain very wealthy man. He was a chief in the mafia. I'm told this happened in New York City. Where else would it happen? So it happens in New York City, and this very wealthy mafia man is being buried he's being buried in a gold-plated Cadillac. <laughs> and they've got him propped up against the steering wheel. There he is in this gold-plated Cad- Cadillac, and he's got on the most expensive suit, and he's got a big, fat cigar in his mouth. And a poor man walks past, and he sees this extravagant funeral. And in the spur of the moment, he cries out, Man, man. Ain't that (laughs) livin'. Well, that ain't livin', friend. That's dying. And if you die in a gold-plated Cadillac without God, then you are a pauper. The wealthiest person, my friend, is the person who is rich towards God.
0: What is meant in the parable of the sower about the fourth group of hearers What does the good soil represent?
1: Let me give you a text. Wayne, thank you. Matthew 13 and verse 8. Jesus describes the fourth class of Hera. Uh, I want to be in that class. don't know about you, but I want to be in that class. Matthew 13 verse 8 says, And others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Then he said, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And verse 23 the Lord gives his own divine commentary. Verse 23 But he who receives seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces some a hundredfold, some 60, some uh, 30. Thank God. Thank God. There will always be those who respond to the preaching of the word of God. Now, I want you dear friends of mine to get this very plainly. Jesus said there are four classes of hearers. The first is as hard as this table. Just doesn't take the word in at all. Then you've got the next class. He's a very shallow person. The word comes up. The, the seed grows up. The bush comes up really fast. When the sun comes up, it's gone. The third class is the person who's got good soil, but he's a person who's in love with money. He's in love with this world. He's in love with the cares of this life. He's too busy, too busy, too busy. To read his Bible, too busy to go to church, too busy to keep the Sabbath, too busy for his own own good. But then you've got the fourth class. And Jesus said, "This person is like good soil, and the seed gets down into it, and the rain comes down from heaven, and up comes." the luxuriant bushes, and they grow and they thrive and they last. That is the fourth class. Out here in Australia where we're stuck because of COVID-19, Sydney isn't shut down, the borders are closed. I've been going to a little church down the road. It's called the church at Tubalgan you'd only have a church by the name of Tumbalgam in Australia. (laughs) Lovely people. Very kind, nice people. Good soil. I met a lady there. This really cheered my heart. It stirred me up. It cheered my heart. Her name is Nola. I baptized her 50 years ago in a little place by the name of telgum she's been faithful ever since good soil the word of god went down and got into good soil over there in the great land of the united states of america out in the great city of las vegas there's a man by the name of victor victor i salute you today i send you greetings I send you love and blessings. Victor was surfing through the channels and he came upon 3ABN. I say thank God for Danny Shelton and 3ABN. And Victor watched the cutter report and he heard the preaching of the gospel and the word of God got down into good soil. What's different about Victor? Victor had been brought up in the in home of American communists you say there's no such thing yes 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 his parents were American communists he was brought up in atheism but there was a hunger in his soul he's been faithful for years now faithfully keeping the commandments of God and keeping the Lord's day the soil is prepared by God, you can be that soil. Then over there in Russia, 30 years ago now, almost 30 years ago, I had the privilege of baptizing a very beautiful lady along with thousands of other beautiful Russian people. People say, why do you believe in evangelism? I believe in it because it works. (laughs) I believe in evangelism because Jesus teaches it. Why don't more people do evangelism? Well, for a start, it's, it's hard <laughs> and it's tough to do. But we baptised Julia, when was it, 29, 30 years ago? I go back to Russia on occasions. There she is, faithfully in charge of 3ABN in Russia. Good soil, faithful, strong and true. Years ago, we travelled by train on the Trans-Siberian Express from Moscow across to Vladivostok. Every place we stopped, the believers knew we were coming. They came out two in the morning, four in the morning, two in the afternoon. We went in the middle of winter. Some places, minus 40 degrees. We would get out and preach the word, give them Bibles, give them medicines. And there we met the survivors of the Russian Holocaust We met the people who'd gone through the hell of communism when millions had been put to death, but they had remained faithful because they were good soil.
0: Do you believe our lives are predetermined by God and that we have no choice in determining our destiny?
1: I don't believe in predestination. I believe that God would have all people to be saved. And if you and I are lost, at last, God forbid, but if you and I should be lost, it will not be the fault of Jesus who gave his life as a ransom for the whole wide world. And let me read to you a text, Matthew 13 and verse 13, Jesus said, Therefore I speak to them in parables. Because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. Um, Somebody once said, The cat looks at the king, but the cat doesn't see the king. The cat has got sight, but the cat hasn't got insight, like most people in the world. A lot of people in the church. They've got sight, but they've got no insight. Insight comes from the Spirit of God. God desires every person, my friend, I'm telling you, to be saved. There are people who close their eyes. Willfully and willingly. I've seen them. Like the Jewish leaders in the days of Christ who put Christ on the cross. But who who was to blame? Was Christ to blame? He said, you will not come unto me that you might have life. He said, I wanted you to be saved and to come to me, but you won't come. Now please stay with us Because we're going to talk about predestination
0: and the gift of eternal life. Back soon. You can now find the Carter Report anywhere, anytime on any Android or Apple device. Use your cell phone, tablet, computer, or TV to access the many inspirational messages from Pastor Carter 24-7. For Apple users, go to the App Store. For Android users, go to Google Play and download the free Carter Report app. The Carter Report also has an official YouTube and Vimeo channel. Search for The Carter Report and find the topic that speaks to you. Roku users, simply search for The Carter Report and download the app free. The same on Amazon Fire. For Apple TV, visit the App Store and download the app. Reach out to The Carter Report and experience the hope, faith, and love of Jesus Christ.